Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another live episode of the Quack Report. Uh, if you're not watching us live, then what are you doing? Get. Oh, I forgot my light. Jesus. Yeah, jeez, man. Come on. <laughs> One more. <laughs> what is this amateur hour? <laughs> if you're Come not watching on. us live, you get to watch <laughs> Nate, you know, berate me for not having a light on. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, if you're not watching us live, what are you doing? Get on YouTube, watch us live right now. Yeah, I mean... Well, I guess if they're listening to this, then the live has already missed. Yeah, I was seeing if I could, you know, catch you on that. But Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but you should time, go watch us live on Wednesdays. Yeah, exactly. Come on, what are yeah. you doing? Book it, put it in watch your calendar this. right now, unless you're driving, then do it. Yeah, don't do that. Don't text and drive. Yeah. Don't schedule and drive. Just yeah. drive. But we appreciate everyone that tunes in live to our Wednesday episodes. And uh, we also appreciate you if you tune in afterwards as well. There's, Obviously. Yeah, no hard feelings We appreciate way, so. you if you tune in in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Absolutely. Whether it's YouTube, Twitch, which you can like, follow, subscribe on those platforms, as well as podcasts, which you can give us a rating and follow us as well. Mm-hmm. It's very much appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Well said, I think. <laughs> we <laughs> said of, it yeah. anyways. I don't know if it was well said, but <laughs> all right. Is anything we say really well said though? Let's be honest here. No. <laughs> I can't think of a time that we've just like had one, you know, well spoken thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's always just word salad, but somehow we're able to understand it. <laughs> Do you say word salad? Yeah. Have nice. you never heard that before? I've said that no, a couple I haven't. times here. No. I've said that a couple times on here. Just like if I think uh, I'm like not making sense. Just well, word I salad. I don't listen to you that often, but <laughs> Oh, ouch. No, it's it's basically basically any politician's answer is word salad. Oh, okay. Like just things that like kind of make sense but kind of don't, or they just completely don't whatsoever. Yeah. And it just feels like, you know, a word salad, just a bunch of words strung together just to try to say something, but doesn't at all. Hmm. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I've I've just literally never heard you say that. So. <laughs> I think it's been a, something a bit more recently. I've kind of picked up like that term, but oh, gotcha. Um, when I can tell that, like, if, if it's if it feels like it just is not making sense to me anymore, or I've maybe lost the track a little bit, like that's where I'm like, okay, is this starting to sound like word salad, or is this actually coherent what I'm saying here? So, mm. yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. hopefully, most I of mean, my stuff is not word salad. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just goes to show like how much I, I really pay attention to this. But it's, it's, it's like oh. my own podcast and I don't even listen to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you're supposed to listen like, I guess you're listening as we're doing it, though. I mean, you're experiencing it. But... For the most part, yeah. Yeah. Depends. How do we get on this train of thought already? I have no idea. What an intro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to everyone that's still stuck around, you know, you Four minutes in the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's move on. I guess from whatever the fuck that was. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, how was your weekend? Oh no, it the was, beginning of your week. Yeah, Since beginning of my week. Sunday, yeah. I guess. Uh, the hell have I done? Um, literally just hung out, watched the book of Boba Fett today. Great episode. Solid. Hyped about it. There's a lot in there for a canon junkie like myself. Um, is the is the season almost done yet? Yeah, there's one more episode next week. Okay, and then it's then it's done. So, so, I, so I and then you can binge it. Yeah, you can binge it. But uh, yeah, I don't know what else have I really done this week. Watch some hockey, done class. It's kind of it. 
It's actually not oh. been very eventful. So, <laughs> what about okay. yourself? Hopefully, it was a bit more eventful than my week. <laughs> um, I mean, it honestly, is only Wednesday, but yeah, exactly. Um, honestly, no, it hasn't been. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple boring motherfuckers here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just well, a boring few days. Usually, we got something to say. But. Yeah, usually you get something. Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, like same as you, minus the book of Boba Fett, because I haven't seen that yet. But um, shame. So looking at this, I feel like your camera looks better than my camera. I don't know what to do about it. I'm not sure either. You do? Do I look as shitty? Like, oh, sorry. Let me <laughs> clarify. Does my camera look as <laughs> shitty as it does on your? On my side, as on your side. Uh, let me let me blow this up here for a second. No, I don't. I I don't think so. I don't know. I've never really, honestly, noticed the quality of it too much. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. I don't know. It's just like it looks look a little blurry. I'm like, wow, Nate's mean, like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, now Nate's you're lagging. Now you're lagging a bit, actually. Okay, so maybe that's what it is. It's that's probably what internet. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, just like looking at you, I'm like, oh, wow, like, it looks like Nate's like actually in the room with me. This is great. And then I look at myself and I'm like, what fucking room am I in? It's gonna get <laughs> this better is the world's even, worst mirror. It's going to get better next month because that's when I that's when my computer, like my new computer finally comes in. I, I ordered a new computer if I didn't say that on the show. I ordered a new one. So I, I won't have to yeah. hook it up to, you know, an Ethernet cable like out of the fucking 90s here. Um, <laughs> hopefully I can just hold a Wi-Fi signal. Uh, but also, I get a camera upgrade in it from a, this is a 720, I believe, to a 1080. So you're going to see nice. everything even more so. I apologize to anybody, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of, Do we want to see this in more okay. clarity? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the real question here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Detroit? <laughs> yeah, we might as well. All right, let's you talk know, about the first. Detroit. The first bit of this podcast has just been a whole lot of nothing. So let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into it. It's been a whole lot. It's been a whole lot of word salad is what it's been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first of all, I just want to say you talk during the theme music ever again. I and I'll fucking wreck you. You'll wreck me? Yeah. Is that a, is that a threat or a promise? <laughs> One way to find out. <laughs> 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 Speaking of getting wrecked, um, <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> uh, well, really, we got wrecked by Detroit. So, not really, actually. We did. The score doesn't show we, it. Okay, we should have gotten wrecked did. by Detroit. But yeah, you know, which, John John Gibson just took a pounding for us and made it not look quite as bad. We sh- okay. Let's put it this way. This is gonna be really odd. We shouldn't have been wrecked by Detroit. But we were, but the scoreboard doesn't show it. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Because we were outplayed. I'm pretty sure outshot. I've got to pull up the NHL stats here because apparently I. Oh, yeah. We were outshot. One thing I don't (laughs) have up. Um, Yeah. In pretty much every facet of the game, we were outplayed. And it was kind of sucky to watch. Not going to lie. Yeah. Nope. I like. I'm I'm kind of thankful that we have a break here now with the All-Star uh, festivities this weekend mm-hmm. that hopefully these guys can recharge for a little bit. I get it. It's the end of a five-game road trip, but the odds on Detroit making the playoffs are less than 1% at this point compared to the Ducks, according to moneypuck.com, 
uh, is a 35% chance. That's not great, but it's a hell of a lot better than 0.78%. Yeah. Right? But we, like we talked about before, the Red Wings are like kind of just out of the wild card spot. Well, not just out, but they're, they're like third or fourth in they're not, the wild yeah, card, they're, right? They're, yeah, they're third out of the wild card there. But with how Boston is, Boston still has games in hand yeah. and nine more points. Yeah, no, they're not catching Boston. Yeah, no, there's no like, way. But like, the, the they're not a bad team. Small. Yeah, to say they they have a one percent chance of making the playoffs, I don't think really tells the whole story. Just because they are right right up there, it's just they're not catching Boston without a miracle. There's a what point seven percent chance of them catching Boston. So yeah, it's just I don't know. You, you look at the standings at least, right? There's two games difference between. Our two teams, right? Anaheim and Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, three less. Yeah. And we're we're up on them by nine points as well. Like we have the same amount of points as those Boston Bruins. Um, like relative like that. Just look for league standing purposes, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously it's not going to overlap on the East versus the West. Yeah. But this this should be a team, and I talked about this on the last episode. This should be a team that we should be able to beat. But what's the one thing that we've said time and time again? over the last what three seasons of this show is that for whatever reason i mean yes but (laughs) for whatever reason the ducks will play up to the teams that are above them right they'll play up to that the the colorados the uh i don't know the the oilers even at one point there and um you know the 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 minnesota wild right Mm -hmm. but we play down to the teams that are beneath us and that costs us games and that's i think what we saw here against detroit i'm i know the last two episodes have been me being a little bit more on the negative side i get it but again it's just it's me seeing these old habits creep in again mm-hmm. that you got to shut those down if you want a chance at improving your team whether whether you're trying to go for the playoffs this year or not right mm-hmm. you have to stomp out those bad habits and they're they're starting to creep in again and I get it. Maybe they are, you know, they were a bit tired. It was the end of, again, a five-game road trip, which they did very well on in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So, but it's just, you you got to stop this stuff out, right? So, because uh, I, I love this um, kind of way of showing just kind of how off uh, the game was. The deserve to win meter that money puck does, you know, taking yeah. all the analytics together and compiling a thousand, uh, they do a thousand simulations essentially. And it shows, you know, how many times each team would win mm-hmm. that game. The ducks would win 18.8%. So 188 out of a thousand, they're winning that game. That's not the kind of game you want to be having, especially no. against a team that yeah. is beneath you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Red Wings fans, if anybody, like, if any Detroit Red Wings fans are listening to this, but, like, the Ducks are better. They should be playing better than this. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, no, 100%. It, this has been going on for the last little bit as well, right? Like, it was, it was nice to have a few games where, you know, everybody was pretty much healthy again, right? You could see that, okay, that, you know, stretch where everybody was sick or that sort of thing, that was just the case of, not having the normal guys, right? Mm-hmm. The, the usual suspects who are helping us score goals, win games, and that sort of thing. Yeah, and also it you know, messed up the line chemistry at that yeah. point as well. So. But when those guys are back and you have a game like this, it's 
I'm just happy we're going into a break now that it's okay. Let's kind of refresh here because mm-hmm. I'm kind of scared to know what would happen after this game, honestly, because it could either, it could have either been right. Like we've seen in the past, you have a really good game after, or we've seen times where they just get into a funk after these games mm-hmm. and they just are stuck in that for a while too, which would not have helped our playoff chances whatsoever. So I really hope that, you know, take these, whoops, how many days do we have here? That was 10 days was, off. Yeah, 10 days off. L- left we have, because we played Friday, nine days. Yeah. So, you know, take these days. Eight days, sorry. Eight days. Ducks, right? Like, spend them with your family. Recover, right? It'd be great to come back with a fully healthy roster and finish the season out on a high note. Mm-hmm. We should get Milano back, right? Yeah, um, and that was, that'll be great Because he was also. skating, but he didn't, I don't, yeah, he didn't play on Monday. Yeah. Um, and, and that's really the only guy we're missing at this point. Yeah, which, which is great to see. It's well, nice I guess Man- Manson was out as well, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so And that, and that does hurt the D yeah. a little bit. A l- yeah. D, so. Well, yeah, we saw it, like, kind of messed with the, the D pairings a little bit. And yeah. um, I think we got burned on a couple. Well, I, I think on uh, Larkin's goal in whatever period that was. The one that wasn't the overtime winner. Um, uh, the first period there. Yeah, right at was the, it end, the first? like 30 seconds left. Yeah, I mean, I, that was... <laughs> first of all, you can't, like, not trying to take anything away from Larkin here. Like, that was just a sick goal. Like, yeah, we, we can see why that guy... Uh, he currently has the record for fastest skater, does he not? Uh, was it him or Barzal? Oh, no, I think you're right. It was Larkin. Yeah. At the very least, he's he's up there. And we're going to see it again at the All-Star game. Um, yeah. We're going to see him put I'm up a lap for that. in, like, 10 or 11 seconds or whatever. That'd be great. Um, But yeah, we saw that speed there and like burn Fowler and Shattenkirk who aren't bad defensemen. (laughs) Like, I I think it was just, they didn't, A, weren't expecting it and B, maybe just out of position a little bit because they weren't comfortable. Um, On that, I I don't know if they were necessarily a pairing for the whole game, but they were definitely on the ice together for that goal. So Either way though, yeah, you need to be able to you know, recognize who's on the ice for a fast guy like Dylan Larkin. Yeah, probably not great to just stand there, Kevin Shattenkirk. Yeah. <laughs> like, probably not a good idea to do. I think he was busy. I know I'm not an NHL defenseman. Wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Uh, hey. Thank you. Again, <laughs> I still need a keyboard here. Um, but like that just, man, Larkin just made him look stupid. Kevin Shattenkirk yeah. has been great this season, but he still has every now and then where he just royally fucks it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's just hit the point now where his offensive abilities like make up for some of his defensive lapses that shouldn't happen when you've been in the league this long. Yeah. So. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, bright spot in this game, though, because I will give some positivity to this. John Gibson, as always. Oh. Yeah. Looking great. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to pull up the stats here really quickly. Where is it? Yeah, John Gibson, uh, 26 of 28, 26 saves on 28 shots for a 929 save percentage in mm-hmm. 62 minutes and 11 seconds. We do not deserve John Gibson. We said, we said this last episode. We really do not deserve John Gibson, I don't think. 
I'm so happy well, to have him. <laughs> yeah, we're happy happy to have him. Because let's be honest, he has definitely stolen. He he stole at least four points on his own in this road trip. Oh, in this road trip, I thought you were gonna say yeah. like in his career. I was like, well, fuck oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like this road trip alone, out of the eight points, he like John Gibson stole about half of them. I would say, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, because there there have been I, some. I, you could even make the game. argument for like six of them, because the first yeah. game against who did we play first? Uh, Boston, Boston. Yeah, Boston. I think that was just a really that was a pretty dominant game. I, I would say like all around. Yeah. Um, so I think the whole team deserved that one. But against but Toronto, that, <laughs> the point against Toronto, he stole. The yeah. two points against Montreal, he stole. The two points against Ottawa, he stole. So that's we're at five now. Yeah, and then the, the point game. against uh, Detroit here is six. But like that, that shouldn't be happening. That shouldn't I mean, be. Good teams Toronto? have good teams get good goaltending. So I guess we're a good team. <laughs> I don't know. They they always say that like, oh man, you're not a good team unless you have a good goalie. So, like, look at Montreal. They fucking almost won the cup last year because they had a good goalie. They lose Price, fucking garbage. <laughs> I mean, they I mean, lost a lot more than Price. No, no, no they yes, just lost. You are price. right. They lost yeah. Gary Price. <laughs> <laughs> but like, y- you would. You had just said before, right? Stole two points against Montreal. Mm-hmm. A goalie shouldn't be stealing two points <laughs> from <know. laughs> fucking Montreal this season. Right? It should be, in any case, Montreal stealing a point or two points from any other team. Right? The yeah. narrative shouldn't be the other way around. No, it, it absolutely for, shouldn't. For be. this yeah. season, at least. Mm-hmm. like that's That just sucks to hear. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to be so negative. It's I, I just I'm again I'm seeing these habits and you gotta squash them as soon as possible before they become an issue again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. which I think the, the 10 days off will be good for. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're taking a break for the all-star game and they're not gonna have any practices, but we'll have a few practices before Seattle. Yeah. And then I think we also have like another like three or four days off before our next game. Like we only play five yeah, games do. during the Olympic break. Like yeah, all or what was supposed to be the Olympic break. Yeah, sorry. so this is uh, this is definitely going to be a little bit. Yeah, this is going to be a weird time because you're not going to have any consistency going again. Yeah, it's going to be weird. So, mm-hmm. um, sorry. One last thing on this Detroit game, though. As much as we didn't ha- help ourselves, the referees at the end of the game very much didn't help whatsoever. And John Gibson was completely irate about it at the end of the game, where he went to play the puck and the ref like. Just had the whistle like ready right away. Gibson mm-hmm. like wanting to play it because it could have given us what I think it was like a three on two, right? That's yeah. that's exactly what you want in overtime. Mm-hmm. And you know the ref blew the whistle. John Gibson's not happy about it because he wants to play the puck there to help his team. And on that face off, back towards uh, the you know like right to the slot, basically the right side. And in the net, so mm-hmm. yeah, just to, I, just to add salt to the wound, right? Yeah, like I, I know that you know. <laughs> sometimes this isn't the only time that whistle. Yeah, this isn't the only time that refs have been like really quick on the whistles this year. I've been seeing no. it a lot, and a lot as in a, overtime, yeah, like, as a goalie myself, like it. Well, yeah, overtime or just any other, like just any part of the game, honestly. 
Mm-hmm. And as a goalie, it's like, okay, there's there's quite a few times actually where it's okay to like leave it for, you know, an extra half second at least. Mm-hmm. Like, like let something maybe happen. If it's covered, it's covered. Um, like, unless this is like, you know, a way to try to mitigate the like after whistle scrums kind of in front of the net or something like that, right? Yeah, I mean, but they're probably part of it. Yeah, they're, but they're still happening. Well, they're, they're not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. They're not going down anymore. So just chill the fuck out. <laughs> I think it's for the sake of being consistent, right? Like they always do a, a quick whistle. Come on, Sometimes it's NHL it referees. There is no consistency with that. No, whatsoever. but this is the one time there that is they no are. consistency whatsoever. Like I was even, I even no. made a tweet about the Detroit goal that got called back in the third period, saying that this is going to get decided by an inconsistent call over the last five years whether it's a distinct kicking motion or not, right? Because mm-hmm. even just this season alone, I've seen like three or four different cases that look pretty similar and have all had different calls. The NHL yeah, no, is I'm not, not yeah. consistent in their refing. No, I'm not, saying that, I'm not saying that they are, but in this case, they are. <laughs> I know that sounds stupid. They're trying but, to be, but they're not. I don't no, think they but, are. No, no, but they are. Like, I've, I've literally, this whole season, I haven't seen a play where I'm like, I think the ref could have, blown the whistle a little quicker on that it's always been that was a very quick whistle so in that case all right they are being consistent i think and sometimes it sucks and i agree with you it's, it's fucking awful i think <laughs> you know i'm gonna blow i'm gonna overreact to this play now and say that the nhl should not let the refs do anything in overtime get get them the fuck off the ice no refs players no, can ref I, themselves in overtime. no 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 that we're, we're still talking overtime here. We're not talking about the playoffs, Carter. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another story. You're right. We can we can yeah. say goodbye to the refs in the playoffs. I, under- I understand human error. Don't get me like again. I've I've been refing for ten years myself in different sports, and, and you're just I, as I awful understand. as the day you started. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like, th- you know, like there's okay, there's human error, but then there's okay. Something's got to get fixed here, and it's got to be uh, mm-hmm. something else has to be done about it. So, yeah, but I think in overtime, set, just send the refs for the early shower. Get them the hot water <laughs> while uh, while it's still in the the building, um, yeah. and then so you know, or well, I guess someone has to drop the opening face off, right? So you you yeah. leave one one linesman out to drop the puck on the uh, opening face off, and then they can they yeah. can get out of there. Doesn't and they matter. can all join yeah. whoever's uh, in between the benches. We're doing street roll rules. You you just you just play the puck right away. Yep. Goalie makes a save. Everyone backs off, and then they they get to play the puck. Exactly. So, and yeah, I think it's great. Leads to more yep. scoring chances that way, and no bullshit like this. <laughs> and I mean, the refs don't call penalties in overtime, anyways. So, like, really, no, yeah. nothing changes except except for that Colorado Arizona game the other night. Like, last did they call night. a penalty in that? I, I didn't they did. see that. Yeah. One. Really? Um, I forget who got sent to the box uh, for Colorado there, but yeah, like Arizona took Colorado to a shootout last night and won it. Oh shit! I didn't even see that. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I knew it went to overtime, and then I didn't see the result. That's, that's and I crazy. think that I think. Oh, I'm trying to remember this. I think that was. I think they were saying on the broadcast that that was Colorado's first home loss in 17 games. Oh wow! The fucking Arizona Coyotes. Damn. Who are going to play to like 3,200 people next year at ASU? Yeah. Oh, man. That's uh, oh, that's another man. story. But like, that's a whole other episode in itself. Yeah. 
And I, um, I, I, I feel bad for people. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna want to talk about that really quickly. I feel bad for people like Corey and Richie though, and other Coyotes fans who love this team to death, like the Coyotes, right? But, oh man, it, it, it does hurt me to say this, but I think that team just has to go. You're literally, like, you're that team is literally about to play in a building that is going to have to reduce how many seats they have. It's 5,000 in that building right now, but they have to put it up to like NHL standards with locker rooms and stuff like that, which is going to drop the seating down to 3,200. There, I think it was like there are four OHL arenas that average more attendance than that. OHL, oh, yeah. Ontario Hockey League, junior hockey, 17 to 20 year olds. Well, our hometown has like a 4,000-seat arena. Mind you, it's never full, but <laughs> there's like... But that's at least more full. They, they have more for, capacity, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... And even and so, our hometown though, is not a big place. No, know. it's not. And But that's still like... Okay, yeah. So, a Tigers game. That's how many people are going to go watch the Arizona Coyotes versus whoever else at the ASU arena. That yeah. sucks. I think Marshan said it best. Like, the, they don't have to change anything, really. Like, it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, if anything, it's going to be if anything, it's going to be louder in there because you know, same amount of people, but in a smaller space, right? Yeah. So, it's got to be like feel bad for someone like Shane Wright, who's like going to go to a smaller building, getting to the NHL and going to a smaller building. Either that, or he has to learn French in a couple months. I, I feel like he'd almost rather do that at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Arizona Coyotes right now are the Edmonton Oilers of like the early tw- like early to mid 2010s. Oh, yeah. Where everyone's just like, like, we're going to have like, I- I'm sure you- I'm sure you remember this, though. Like when the mm-hmm. uh, when it was unveiled that the Oilers were getting the first overall pick in 2015 for Connor McDavid. And mm-hmm. that clip was going around that looked like McDavid was disappointed. I would not be surprised if we see that from Shane Wright. Oh, if yeah, Arizona no one wants to go to Arizona. Yeah. No. It's nice weather. It's about it. You get to <laughs> hang out with Austin Matthews in the summer. Because for yeah. some reason he wants and, to and I guess there. And I guess you get to wear those uh, those those nice Kachina jerseys. Yeah. Honestly, That's about it, in Arizona though. doesn't sound so otherwise, bad. Otherwise, Austin you Matthews no training in the offseason, Kachina jerseys. But that's in the offseason. Always off nice weather. That's not during the actual season. Uh, that's the part you look forward to as a coyote. Is it not? <laughs> the off season. Yeah, yeah. And it comes it comes pretty quick there in Arizona, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Golf season's year round. It's awesome. Oh man. It's not like an early playoff exit means you gotta wait for the snow to melt. It just means you get to you just get to go. Have a tough loss. Fuck it. Skip practice and hit the uh, hit nine holes. It's perfect. And then Shane go Ray, golfing. Shane Wright is literally gonna go into a situation where He's gonna pull on the Coyotes jersey at the draft in Montreal and go, so legitimate question here. Who am I playing with next season? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there, there, there is nothing there in Arizona. He, he gets nothing his pick at of all. pretty much any number. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, anyways, moving on before that becomes a the next hour of conversation here. The um, uh, we'll just hit this one piece of news and then take a break. Don't worry, I do have a plan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so the Ducks, uh, as we mentioned on Monday, closing in on a new GM. Thought it 
We might get something this week. Uh, still sounds like we will tomorrow, Thursday, um, today if you're listening to the recording, yesterday if you're listening to the recording on Friday, two days ago if you're listening to the recording on Saturday. <laughs> you get my point. <laughs> uh, sounds like Pat Verbeek um, is kind of the front runner here. Uh, and that's the most recent news that we heard uh, this evening. Uh, per Pierre Lebrun, says all signs point to Pat Verbeek being named the next GM of the Anaheim Ducks, sources say. Announcement possible as early as Thursday. The former NHLer, as we mentioned on our last episode, has worked alongside Stevie Y in Tampa and Detroit. Seems primed and ready for this opportunity. Yeah, sounds like a good choice to me, honestly. I got to pull up this message from uh, our buddy James over at the Barn Burner Hockey Podcast here. Yeah, go um, Who, yeah, he, thanks to James for sending this to me, like as soon as he saw it as well, this tweet from Pierre, like within the first five minutes of it, James is really good at being on top of that kind of stuff. Um, so get a life, James. Get off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he, no, no. He this this is this is a good life for him. Trust me. Um, that man is. If you want a funny follow, honestly, as much as there's like a bunch of Flames content because you know he's a Flames guy. If you want mm-hmm. some just funny content in general, go follow James. He's hilarious, actually. Um, yeah. So James had this comment though, just his opinion on uh on Verbeek. Um, really good hire in my opinion. No one to learn better from the Stevie Y, which I completely agree with. Oh, yeah. 100%. I was talking about that last episode too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, everything I've heard has been positive. Stupid ducks making good moves. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's a good move when like your, uh, your rivals are like, you know what? Okay. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nice to actually have some good moves lately. This season yeah. has been a has been a lot of positives. And again, I'm I'm sorry for the last two episodes being negative on my behalf. Mm-hmm. This has been a lot better of a season. Oh yeah, it's been fantastic. Hundred percent. Like a, a, that's pretty well unanimous here. Mm-hmm. But like just in in all all aspects, right? It's not just the on ice play, but you know, it's the the off ice as well, right? Whether it's hell, even just like like content that the Ducks are putting out, right? Um, mm-hmm. To you know being a bit more open with what's going on uh, in general with their team, right? Because they are they were normally a pretty, you know, closed-off team, actually. They didn't release a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being able to see different sides of players of that, right? And I think that's, you know, also coming with the youth injection that we have here, right? These these yeah. kids aren't, a lot, aren't, uh, aren't shy to show off their personality, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just a lot of good moves all around, I think. So personnel, everything like that. So Yeah, it's looking up. Like It makes yeah. me even more excited for next season, like where everyone's... Mm-hmm. Or all, all our young guys are a year older. I'm not necessarily forget, necessarily happy for Getzlaff to be a year older, but all the young guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Which, like also, New GM, potential yeah. coaching change. Like it's Everything's looking up. Anyways. Yeah. Um, also, the, uh, mentioned Getzlaff. Poor, poor Getzy. Guy's got no hair. Now he's got no teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had, what, two or three teeth knocked out the other night against Detroit? And I had to tweet out. I was like, have I just never noticed that Getzlaff doesn't have teeth or did something happen there that I missed? <laughs> and, well, he took that high <laughs> stick against... Um, yeah. Who was it? It Was it in Ottawa that he took that high stick? I don't remember. Maybe? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it's it's got to be from that. No, like this. No, like he had the ice bag on in Detroit. 
Oh, like that was fresh. Yeah. Oh shit. Like okay. he was like playing how like the last little bits out kind of thing, and then he had ice on it between plays. Huh. So that's wild. Yeah. Poor, poor Z, uh, Z's poor Getzy. <laughs> yeah, he's just going for the <laughs> hockey player look. He really yeah. is. He's just, like, you know what? You know, bring like, out <laughs> in my late thirty or like mid thirties. I just got to go for it at this point. Yeah, I've been too. Like, I was just pretty in two thousand three. Yeah, like bring the, bring out the Thornton and Burns type of. Do it! Uh, oh beard. my God, yes. Yeah, especially because like now there's not much else going for him. I mean, he's still putting up points. I, I mean, looks wise. Oh yeah, he's got the girl. He's got the kids. He's set. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Come on, if Drew Doughty can get them, Ryan Getzloff can still do it. <laughs> huh? Fair. Yeah. No, fair. <laughs> oh, All right. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We got a few more uh, news around the league sort of things to talk about, as well as the All Star game um, on the slate here. So we'll take a quick break and then talk about that uh, after our break. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can make a bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million top prize with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, um, where do you want to start on uh, the things we have left here? Uh, let's end it with the more fun things. It's going to okay. be a bit of a, yeah, yeah. a hard right turn, but yeah, let's, okay. do, let's do that. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, uh, you know more about this than I do. I haven't really followed what's come out of it today. Um Besides just what I've heard from you. So uh, sure. at this point, I might as well turn it over to you and then uh, I can just give my thoughts on it afterwards. So, All right. Sounds good. So at, at this point, you know, if you're paying attention to the overall NHL or hockey world uh, as a whole, you, you know about the Kyle Beach situation in Chicago, right? We don't need to um, really go over all the bullet points again. Right, we we we've talked about it on this show before. Today, the Chicago Blackhawks had a town hall, I guess is the best way to put it. Where you know some media, it's, it wasn't a press conference; it was more just to kind of talk about what was going on and everything like that. And um, but the media were allowed to ask some questions uh, closer to the end there. And uh, Mike Lazarus had a tweet 
Sorry, can I just jump in for a quick second? Yeah, go for what, it. Yeah. Was was the town hall specifically related to the Kyle Beach type stuff? And no, like I think it was just reframing I think just the organization. More, I think it was just more of the team in general, as far as uh, as far as I'm aware. Someone can correct me though if I'm if I'm wrong on that. But that's that's my okay. understanding. It was just it was just kind yeah. of a general thing because obviously there's been a lot that's gone on with the Blackhawks over the last like two years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so. Uh, Mark Lazarus, uh, reporter for The Athletic. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of who all... There was uh, Rocky Wirtz, the owner of the Blackhawks. Uh, I believe Ed Olchek is up there as well. Um, kind of almost running the panel in a way. Um, and I forget who the other two people are. I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, Mark Lazarus asks... Um, as you'll, we'll, we'll play the clip here as well. Um asks about you know what the Blackhawks are doing now to help empower players in the in like for for now and in the future in regards to you know a similar thing to the Kyle Beach situation right of you know like coach or just other staff kind of holding it over players and to to do just in general right kind of like like blackmail in a, in a way mm-hmm. um which is a, is, a, is a good question, right? Like, you know, there's been, in my opinion, some kind of empty statements put out by the team, which always come along with, you know, we won't be answering any further questions at this time. Obviously, people would like to ask more questions, though, just completely understandable after, you know, situations like this. So, yeah, Mark Lazarus will ask this question here, and Rocky Wirtz doesn't give a, well, let's put, let's put a great answer here so i will pull this up here back also and i think much of what happened to kyle beach stemmed from a a power imbalance between a coach and a player and the powerlessness of a player in that situation so what are the blackhawks doing what have the blackhawks done what will the blackhawks do to empower a player in a similar situation to make sure that doesn't happen again i'm going to answer the question i think the report speaks for itself the people that were involved are no longer here. We're not looking back at 2010. We're looking forward. And we're not going to talk about 2010. I'm we're, I, I know, and I'm not either. And we're not going to talk about what happened. We're moving forward. That is my answer. Now, what's your next question? I can pick up to what we are doing today. I think no, I don't know. That's none of your business. That's none of your business. What we're going to do today is our business. I don't think it's any of your business. Because I don't think it's in your business. You don't work for the company. If someone in the company asks that question, we'll answer it. And I think you should get on to the next subject. We're not going to talk about Kyle Beach. We're not going to talk about anything that happened. Now we're moving on. What more do I have to say? You want to keep asking the same question? You hear the same answer? Okay, ask the next question. Okay. That's a a rough look. (laughs) We're not going to talk about Kyle Beach. We're not going to talk about 2010. We're moving on. I feel bad for the one guy on the panel there who, I, I'm sorry, I can't remember who it was, who seemed to understand the actual question that Lazarus was asking here and yeah. went to explain. This is what we're doing you know, today, right now about this. Mm-hmm. And Rocky Wirtz cuts him off. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And that that's all like in a different situation, obviously. But that's that kind of, you know, power imbalance that's happening. Just that that's that's an example of power mm-hmm. imbalance, right? It, it's kind of a actually <laughs> Rocky Words shuts him down. And obviously he because that's his boss, he doesn't feel like he can actually, you know, do what's best for as as Rocky Words put it, the company, right? Yeah. I think uh I mean, I think he kind of, you know, led by example there. Like, where he's like, I'll tell you what we're going to do now. And then he was probably going to say, fucking nothing. And then Rocky works. <laughs> no, fuck you. Oh, so, it's just a, like, it's a perfect it's, example, really. That's not a great answer to give when your fan base, along with the rest of the hockey world, is already so shooken up and distrusting of your organization. Mm-hmm. Right? To basically just throw it off and this is something that's been coming up not even just in this situation but just with a lot that's going on in the world for like the last hell almost like decade i mean more than that but like especially just everything kind of seems to snowball lately but if you don't pay attention to what happened in the past you're gonna just keep doing the same thing right mm-hmm. and that's scary to look at when the owner of the chicago blackhawks after, you know, they pretty much shoved it out into the rug for the last 10, 12 years, is looking to just continue to do that, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yes, it is it's it is 100% great that, you know, the people responsible for this had kind of, you know, had justice against them. I That's not the right saying, but you, you get what I mean. Yeah. Right? But it just... It's that continuation still of that feeling and almost disrespect, I feel like, throughout the Blackhawks organization. Mm-hmm. Yes, Rocky Words, you got rid of most of those responsible, but you also still have a few of those people you've kept around in the locker room in Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane as examples, mm-hmm. right? You still have some of that even just in hockey in general. Yeah. With also, Kevin Shevardayoff in Winnipeg, right? Mm-hmm. You still have Rocky Wirtz at the very top of it, who mm-hmm. you know says uh, it was said that he wasn't actually notified about it. But a statement like this shows that maybe he didn't need to be notified about it, though, to have an influence in the decision. Mm-hmm. And it's a little scary. There is a great reply to this clip and to Lazarus's uh, tweet, though. Uh, that says, this is such a softball question. All you were asking for, like directed to Mark Lazarus, all you were asking for was a list of good intentions. Any HR department could produce them in its sleep. And that he blew up, being uh, Rocky words, uh, blew up means he sees the scandal in terms of how it affects him personally and not how it affects the real victims. And that strongly implies the culture that allowed Beach to be victimized did in fact originate with Rocky, not in spite of him kind of what I was saying, but that's, that was just worded beautifully. I wanted to throw that out there um, at K Cray bold. Yeah. On Twitter. Mm-hmm. This is not just, it adds to another not good look for the Chicago Blackhawks in the last like two years. 
Yeah. The, I think the thing you, that you really... want to you want to talk about the Arizona Coyotes being a pile of shit though, and but that's like that that's a completely different type of this. Yeah. There's okay, you are just screwing over your organization, and then there's you are screwing over your organization from a cultural level that nobody's want going to want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. That people are trying to, in this case, almost trying to help you improve, right, right wrongs and things like yeah. that, and you're getting rid of it. Like you said, that question was a fucking layup. Like it was. It was even it was really like, simple to answer. What are you like what are you doing yeah. for the future to help that this situation doesn't happen again? Yeah. We're not and talking like, about that. That's not yeah. an answer you should be giving. That's, whether that's you are an owner, only whether you are you a GM, give. whether you're a player, <laughs> yeah. whether you're an executive of any kind, that is not a good answer to give. Mm-hmm. It at, doesn't matter like, how you word that answer, it's not a good answer. Yeah. At at worst the answer that he should have given was like, would just be like, you know, the, the same like kind of empty promise words that they've had before. At Rocky, worst, words, Rocky words shouldn't have said a word. The guy who should have said a word is, you know, whoever was about to say something there. Yeah. Because it sounded like they actually had an idea of what the fuck is going on in their organization. And apparently Rocky words doesn't. Mm-hmm. Or he just doesn't care. Probably that one. Yeah. The The part that really rubbed me the wrong way was like, if you're not part of the organization, you don't get like it's none of your business. I was like, I, I when think this is worldwide news. <laughs> it's everybody's business. When it's about sexual assault, it is everybody's business. When you have people who mm-hmm. are looking for jobs and are potentially looking at your organization, but know the history that you have, it is everybody's business. Yeah. Get off your fucking pedestal, Rocky Words. You have a lot of work to do still with your organization. And I, think it I starts know with him, honestly. Yeah, and, and I know I'm a you know, in terms of the 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 money game, I'm a kid with crippling student debt saying this to a multi-millionaire, billionaire, whatever he is. Shut the fuck up and let somebody else handle you this situation at this point. The people that you're paying to do a good job. Mm-hmm. And stop out those that don't. So, yeah, that's what I uh, have to say about this. Sorry, I, I saw yeah, it. That's good. I, I did put in the outline a bit of a warning that this is going to be a rant on my part. This was just sickening to listen to for mm-hmm. myself. And I felt just something needed to be said. We know, like, we both know that I'm outspoken. Yeah, occasionally it does get me in trouble, but I'm not the only one who feels like this, I'm sure. Oh, no. And <laughs> this is not something that, should also be swept under the rug, right? So, mm-hmm. and luckily this this has from the like the little bit of time that this has been around already, this has been going around the internet, which is great to see. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, the people are still talking about it. It's not exactly. like, oh, that's This isn't something years. we should just as Rocky wants, stop talking about. This isn't mm-hmm. something that should be not talked about anymore. Yeah. Just because it's settled in the courts that doesn't mean that there's not a lot of work to do with the culture of hockey as a whole. Right. Whether it's with sexual violence, whether it's with um, racism, sexism in mm. the game of hockey. I'm wearing my HDA shirt today. Right. And I don't know if if you're someone who, you know, maybe aligns with some of those views. Right. You don't think women should be in hockey. I've seen a lot of that lately or mm. people of color should be in hockey or you think that. You know, guys like 
Kyle Beach or I saw things of, you know, he was just a wuss. Why didn't he just go do something about it or whatever? I think you really need to take a hard look in the mirror. So that's yeah. that's what I have to say. No, I, I don't have I, I know I leave to you add, to a, so. I know I leave you to a hard port part now of steering us out of this, like I said, a hard right turn, but no, it's, that's okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I, well, I feel like this was something that needed to be talked about a little bit. So. Yeah. I, I think, you know, there is a little bit of, we're, we're seeing a, a little bit of culture change, not, you know, to, by any. It is stretch. slowly it, happening. It's not, yeah, it's slowly happening. Thank, it's not where it needs yeah. to be for sure. Thank, thank you but, to those who are taking the charge on that as well. Right. Yeah. Like every, and, and even if you're not in the charge of it, but you're still helping support and doing your part, it, it helps. It definitely helps. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that we see is uh, uh, going on to try and help that now is, um, and I mean, we've seen it in years past as well, the um, emergence of uh, women, or not the emergence, but like having inviting women hockey players yeah. to the All-Star game. Yeah, um, that's great. Yeah. So they, they announced four um, what they call celebrity guests for the All-Star game. Um, one of which, Trevor Zegers, we already knew that. I love that he's considered a celebrity for this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's hilarious, honestly. It's like, oh, no, he's not like an NHL player or anything. He's just a celebrity at this point. Yeah. Or and, it's like, uh, just or like or, or special guest, maybe not celebrity guest. That's, that's my guest. own. I, I think that's the word they there, used. So. Yeah, yeah, special, special guest. guest. Yeah. Um, but also, I'm surprised they didn't, you know, have any other NHL players be considered um, it's, special guests. It sounds like they did try to bring Zdeno Chara back and he declined. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. yeah. Makes sense. So they, they did try for somebody else, which obviously Chara would have been for hardest shot, right? So Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's him. Um, there's Wyatt Russell, who plays uh, Anders Kane in Goon 2 and also John Walker in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Wyatt Russell, I believe he played in the ECHL. Is that the highest level he played? Uh, let me double check that. Or no, yeah, no, he played uh, in the Swedish league, didn't he? Um, fuck, I don't remember. I looked I, it up, and now it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it goes for White Russell: his Wikipedia, his IMDb, and then his elite prospects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take a look here. He was playing. Um, played some in Germany and some in the Netherlands. Oh, okay. Is what it looks like here. So, but he was playing BCHL, um, USHL for a season, played some NCAA uh, mm-hmm. for the University of Alabama, Huntsville. Um, doesn't look like he actually played for them, though. It was just on the rosters. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so why Russell will be as a, uh, as a goaltender in this because that was his position uh, that he played. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, that we'll uh, we'll get to see him, uh, and then the other two. This is kind of what I used to transition us into this topic. Uh, the other two are women. So um, Manon Rayom probably said that wrong. I apologize. Um, uh, you, I think the, you you got the last name right. I think it's Manon. Okay. Yeah. Manon yeah. Rayom. I guess it's it's French, yeah. is it not? Yeah. Quebec. Yeah. Manon Rayom. Yeah. Either way, it's uh, a. <laughs> Sorry if we butchered it, but um, <laughs> we are not she was French, the, obviously. <laughs> no, <laughs> she was the first woman to play uh, in an a- NHL game. She played an exhibition game with Tampa in was it? Uh, oh, you have it here, ninety two. Yeah, yeah nineteen ninety two. Um, yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, she's a goalie, is she not? Yes, she is. Yeah. Yeah. So two uh, two of the guests are goaltenders. Two of them are forwards. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the other woman is um, another French name. Um, Joss, or maybe I don't know. Jocelyn Lamoureux Davidson. Yeah. Again, sorry if I put there you go. I, I think you got that one actually exactly. So okay, cool. Uh, three-time Olympic medalist for Team USA. Um, still playing, is she not? Uh, it said that she was retired actually, which I was a little surprised at. Seeing, oh, okay. Um, she's only thirty-two. Oh. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Where I don't even know where she played. Um. Because I'm uh, uh, not quite up to date on as as up to date on women's hockey as I should be. Uh, she played with the University of Minnesota and the University of North Dakota before um, being part of Team USA. Okay. Um, and there, she. Sorry, just a sec. Yeah. Is there another Jocelyn Larock? Because I, the one I looked up is from Canada. <laughs> uh. Oh, I guess it's oh no, Jocelyn not the Rock. Rock. Yeah, no, <laughs> nope, my bad, my bad. I just can't fucking spell apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> there we go. But, that makes a lot more sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's three, embarrassing. Uh, yeah, uh, three-time Olympic uh, medalist, uh, silver in 2010 and 2014, as well as uh, scoring the game-winning shootout goal against Canada in the 2018 Olympics. So mm. she is the reason for. Canada losing their streak, unfortunately. Time to get some mm-hmm. payback, Canada. Let's go. Yeah. Remember, if you if you if you've listened to the show before, you know we're Canadians. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, but also has let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six gold medals and one silver at the World Championships. That's a pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. The only silver coming in 2012, but otherwise, uh, 2009, 2011, 2013, 2015, and 2016 and 2017, all gold medals with Team USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think I think Pretty this is an awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I think this is an awesome way of including um, the women in the All Star competition because yeah. I'm. I guess not last year. I guess it was two years ago. I remember they did like kind of a like a pickup game between uh, Team Canada and Team USA, sort of like yeah, a three on three. Like a three on three, game. and I loved watching that. That was great. See, it's not that I don't like watching women's hockey, but when I I'm watching the All-Star game. I don't, or like the All-Star skills competition. Sorry. I don't want to see a game. I want to see a competition. So like, I, I wasn't a Isn't huge a fan a of it. No, no, sorry. Like the, you know, <laughs> I you know what, what you I mean. mean. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm busting your balls. I'm busting your balls. Yeah. So, so I'm like, it's not that I wasn't excited to see the women there, but like, and I think they competed in some events that year as well. Did they not? Uh, was it that year or? I thought they year. had like one of the um, oh the year the year before was Hillary Knight. Uh, she did the fastest skater. Okay, gotcha. Captain for Team USA. Yeah, yeah. I, was that the same year they had, or maybe it was the year they had the game? But they had the women like demonstrate some of the um, like activities. That might have been that 2018 year. Yeah, yeah. Where like In, some of like um, the weird passing ones where like you have to pa- like you know you pass into like these tiny nets and it shows the women doing yeah. it. Yeah, I thought that was cool because it's like they kind of yeah, get to do the yeah. event as well but it's more like this is how it works but then you also get to see them and then it's kind of like a benchmark for the men to hit as well so yeah exactly so i thought and that some, was cool and, but. and like the women 
as demonstrators beating a fair amount of the guys. Oh, yeah. Pretty good, too. <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, if you're following along that kind of sexist route, you're going like, oh, that doesn't make them look good. And if you're, you know, rooting for the for the women to, you know, just in general, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, that's great. It just, Damn, just yeah. shows how skilled they are. Yeah. Some so, of the women are like more skilled than exactly some of the, the NHLers that are there. Some of the top NHLers too. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. So I, I would definitely, if they're going to have them at the skills competition, I want them competing in like skills competition events. That's uh, not doing like just a game. It's like, oh, we're going to give our NHL players a break. Like, watch the the Timbits play or watch the women play. Like, I don't like the, seeing them on that level. You know, that's kind of like what I likened it to a couple years ago. Like, I want my understanding is they're going to be doing some of these events along with Zegris and Wyatt Russell. So, yeah. Oh, this is, uh, is this just for the breakaway challenge? Sorry, yeah, I did not the, read it. Yeah, this is just for the your, breakaway challenge. So. Okay. Perfect. As, yeah. as far as I'm aware of. So, yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was, they were going to yeah. be in some other ones as well. Like, um, like, they might uh, be. like Rayo might be in like the, well, I guess she would be in the breakaway challenge as a goalie, but like in the uh, the save competition or something, or like that would be great to see. Yeah. I'd actually love that. Are, are they doing the where the goalie shoots from the other end of the ice? I don't are they think doing that so. One? Oh, okay. Just purely because Mike Smith's not there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Pe- or Pecorine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> one's retired. The other one should retire. Um. Yeah. But yeah, either way, it's it's going to be exciting to yeah. have them there. I think if they want to do a game. Like an all-star game, they just have. Oh, geez, excuse me. Um, they should do it like on All-Star Game Day. Uh, okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. So, just my my only gripe with it two years ago was that it was like it just didn't make sense to have it in the skills competition. Yeah. So, like, if you want to have them in a game, put it like like have give them their own tournament so it's like men's game women's game men's game women's game men's game women's game or whatever the fuck Okay, I like be. that idea. Um, yeah. Or but I guess we only have two teams for the women, yeah, Canada and the states. Yeah, they, they like, could do like a team North mean, America yeah. type thing too or or whatever it might be, yeah. Yeah. I see I see um, what you mean. So. Yeah. Or even better, you can do like um Western Conference, Eastern Conference for the NHL um and then like women's team and then like a team north america or like team canada team usa for the women like whatever it might mm-hmm. be but i don't know I, yeah. I, I would love to see them incorporated in the game as well because no one gives a fuck about the game anyways like player wise like, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's for fun kind of right? just go out there like some guys take it a little seriously and like the goalies are obviously still trying but yeah. to some extent but I, I would just like at the end of it all there's still ten thousand dollars up, bit, so. up for, for, for grabs right so yeah yeah exactly yeah. um See now, I was the opposite with that women's game in what was that that was yeah that was twenty twenty yeah yeah um I was the opposite of that because that skills competition was like the least fun I've watched actually oh yeah except <laughs> except for that game I loved watching that game that was so much fun and I wish it could have gone longer honestly but mm-hmm. we had yeah to what get did they do like the, twenty minutes uh I think it was two twenty minute halves. Um, oh, I'm was not it? mistaken. Um, oh no, twenty players invited to take part in a twenty-minute contest. Yeah. Okay. Um, so two ten-minute halves, I think, is how they did it. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, but that was a hell of a lot more enjoyable than. All right, we're gonna wait around for a while while we set up some arches, 
and players are going to go up to the stands and hit like three of them total. Yeah, right. That was Yay. a fucking flop right there. A little bit. Yeah. But well, hopefully they've yeah. they've improved on that idea, I think, a little bit this year with uh, yeah. the, the, hold, have you hold seen the, the thought. Two X- hold the thought. We're jumping ahead. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. I'm just actually excited about All-Star Weekend for once, all right? <laughs> me too, me too. Um, but uh, do you have anything else to say about the uh, celebrity editions or special guest editions? Uh, not about them anything specifically, but to call back something that we talked about in a previous episode, you were talking about when we were talking about like the Breakaway Challenge as a whole, right? And mm-hmm. you were talking about how one of your favorites was somebody had pulled out a mini stick. Yeah. I had a memory pop up on my phone from uh, Facebook or Snapchat, whatever it was. And I and I was correct. It was Corey Perry uh, uh, doing that mm-hmm. uh, with the mini stick because I had a clip of it and that popped up as one of the memories. Oh, nice! <laughs> oh, proud of myself for remembering that. I can remember that, but I can't remember to like you know take out the meat or something. Like, oh shit! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you had me. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like scrambled out. No, she's no, she's already home. I'd be, I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's too late now. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> it's the other side. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, speaking of seeing you on the other side, I think now's a good time to take a quick break. And hey. on the other side of that, we will see you on the other side or something. <laughs> Hello, my name is Richard Blosser, host of the Grit and Barrett podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Covering the Hershey Bears, the 11-time Calder Cup champions of the American Hockey League, and the 2018 Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals. Each Tuesday, I recap Bears games, give you Bears news, notes, and nuggets, and all of the hockey news that matters to me, whether it's the American Hockey League, the NHL, or banter about hockey jerseys. This hack brings you high energy. They score! Connor McMichael has ended the game! Unfiltered. Look, Herco's really going to have to work hard to bring back the fan base from this pandemic because you can't just rely on vaccinations. You have a fan base that is old, stubborn, and very reluctant to change. Not to mention you got to work on bringing back families and then whatever fan base you can try and get back from other parts of the state. You just can't rely on people coming out from 81 and 78. You got to work on a hand fan base that's very, very hesitant to change and at times unfocused. Look, Ovechkin is basically the guy who comes into the bar, kicks open the door, and says, Who ordered a white Russian, huh? Well, we all know Sidney Crosby is the guy who enters in from the side door, red carpet, VIP, Armani suits, and alligator shoes. That's just the type of guys they are. So join me every Tuesday here on the Hockey Podcast Network for the Grit and Barrett Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1. That's Grit, G-R-I-T, and B-E-A-R-I-T P1 on Twitter. Available wherever you get all your podcasts. Part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Also, I, I, sorry. Oh, no, oh sorry. Ahead. Okay, go ahead. Go, go oh, ahead. No, no, sorry. You go ahead. <laughs> I feel like yours is actually related to the ad, though, and mine is it's not. not. Okay. So just I, I just because I was curious, I turned on the Flames in Arizona thing just on my other monitor here. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, I'm disappointed in the Coyotes. 
once again. Because they're not wearing their Kachina home jerseys tonight. They're wearing like their previous home jersey. Mm-hmm. The Kachina versus the Flames away jersey would be a great matchup to look at, but instead oh, yeah. we gotta look at is, the other coyotes jerseys. So is there just old? want to throw that out there. Because the Kachinas are like their technically their home this year, right? Yeah. Because they, so they have there, a white version on that now. Yeah. So is their old home version now they're alternate? Yes. That's fucky. Yeah. It's it's what Calgary did like two seasons ago. Oh yeah, I guess. Where they saw that Black Sea one as the as the alternate for a season. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just kind of phasing it out. But mm-hmm. if they could, it would have been great to have the Arizona reverse retro be their third. Oh fuck. That was <laughs> that That's one thing that Arizona really can do sick. right is jerseys, and they decided to go with this again this year. <laughs> yeah. For I mean, what's the minimum you have to wear an alternate jersey? Like four games. Uh, I don't remember offhand actually. Yeah, I know it's I know it's something small like that, but yeah, four or six maybe. Yeah, could be. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, I I was just gonna apologize for yelling at you um before the break, you know when you were gonna you know transition us so nicely into something that I wasn't <laughs> ready to talk about yet. But um, so I just hope right. I didn't hurt your feelings. <laughs> no, you didn't. Again, you're okay. the you you steer us. Okay, I'm just yeah yeah. I, I yeah, I just hate when I'm steering the ship and someone else grabs the wheel. You know. It's yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just tell me to let go of your stick shift. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd ever say that. <laughs> um, keeping with the well, really the rest of this episode is All Star Game themed. So yeah, sticking with the All Star Game theme. Um, Ovechkin uh, is currently out with COVID and will miss the All Star Game. <clears throat> Are you surprised? Well, first of all, sorry. Uh, Tom Wilson's going to be replacing Ovi as the Capitals rep. Okay. That's the worst part of this story. (laughs) Fuck that. Is Tom um, Wilson, get out of here. Is Kuznetsov or Backstrom already there? Uh, I thought Kuznetsov made the team. I don't remember. Let me double check here. Yeah. um, Because, like, out of all the players you could pick, are you sure you want (laughs) to pick Tom Wilson? Washington fans are going to come at us here. Yeah. Well, fuck. If any, <laughs> if any Washington fans are listening to us, like, they... they Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Kuznetsov Kuznets, yeah. Kuznets is going already. Okay. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, makes more makes sense. sense. But Tom Wilson, come on. It was one of the Knicks from the Tip, Tip of the Iceberg podcast had tweeted out... Uh, that news and he's like man Sydney real like Crosby really doesn't want to go to the all-star game this year does he <laughs> <laughs> that they have Tom Wilson come before Sydney yeah exactly yeah. right because you had Jari in front of Crosby and then you had Gensel in the last man in in front of Crosby and I got Tom mm-hmm. Wilson going in instead of Crosby which I yeah. yes different teams but at this point like you still have a representative from Washington mm-hmm. so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Ovechkin skipped the All-Star game pretty much every year I can remember. Exactly. And and that was honestly my first thought when I saw this headline pop up on uh, on my phone of like, yeah, uh, Ovi's out with COVID. I'm like, but is he really? Or is that just the story we're going with so the NHL doesn't suspend the game? Did he just take one of Keith Yandel's old tests or like... (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, that's going to suck not having him there because like... 
it, it looked like he actually was gonna go, which would have been yeah. great. Because again, he's got his cup, right? He can just have mm-hmm. fun now. He has great memories of Las Vegas, so yeah. Like this is probably one that, like in all honesty, this is probably one that he was like, "Yeah, I want to go," and then he gets COVID. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I honestly don't think um, that this is fake. I think like he actually did get COVID and is probably upset about it. Oh yeah, it. I, I do too. Yeah. It, was, it was more a joke of like, "Is this yeah, actually right? what's going on?" Yeah. Yeah, because like if <laughs> if the point was that oh let's like say he tested positive for COVID, so he doesn't have to miss like or like have a one game suspension and and miss that game. Like he he missed the game tonight against Edmonton because he tested positive. So like he yeah. still misses a game. Either way, yeah. So like, does it really? The NHL's gonna suspend him another one. We know you were up to some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that... just in case, we're gonna suspend you anyway because yeah, you know it. We're we're scheduled to suspend you for the All Star game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we we didn't even book you a plane ticket. Well, I guess they play at home after. I looked after the break, yeah. but it's like we uh we. We we actually already called up this guy and told him we that he could use your locker and it was, yeah, we, just, exactly. we just don't yeah. we, we can't change it now like he's got family coming and <laughs> <laughs> oh man but if uh, Tom, if it wasn't Tom for the Wilson, fact that he missed this game yeah. tonight I would say you know what it's probably to circumvent the one game suspension Tom Wilson is going to the All Star game his first time luckily his first. And hopefully his only. He's yeah. a skilled guy, but he just, just still rubs me the wrong way. I'm not a fan of him. Um, how much? How many players do you think we would have to, you know, have test positive for COVID to see Ryan Reeves also go to the All Star game? That's the same division. Why not throw Ryan Reeves into the All Star game? Oh yeah, that's right. The NHL doesn't really like fun. Yeah, take a like, look at John Scott. The last time yeah, that right? happened. <laughs> um, the I, NHL I would love literally to see... tried to send like banish him so that he couldn't play in the game, and everybody else went, "No, fuck you." <laughs> yeah, if uh, yeah, you're right. I guess Wilson or Reeves, Reeves would have been a great presence at the at the All Star game. Oh, he would Obviously, be. Yeah, he's not going to be playing. I want him there though. Have you seen the stuff mm-hmm. he's been doing with New York? It's been hilarious. Oh yeah, it's there's, awesome. There's a one point he's got the microphone while doing a drill, like he's holding the microphone instead of a stick. And he's like still playing defense, but he's like, "I gotta ask you this question." Hey, get back here! I gotta ask you this. Like, <laughs> he is entertainment. The NHL mm-hmm. is supposed to be entertainment. Bring the entertaining guys, not the guys who are trying to throw you through the glass. Yeah. Like fuck. <laughs> I, I have an idea though. I don't know if it's too late to add an event because initially I was thinking Reeves and and Wilson should just fight at the All Star game. But if they're in the on the same team, like maybe not. So here's what I'm thinking. No, that makes it even better. I mean, it does. But here, here's everybody's my thought. heard a locker now room. Now that Tom fights, Wilson, nobody's is there. seen an actual on ice like same team fight. Yeah, It'd be great. So, so this is this is my idea. I know that it's a little bit unfair because he he's technically on the team Metro, but fuck it, doesn't matter. The All Star Skills Competition and stuff is a joke, anyways. <laughs> All right, it, it doesn't really matter. It's just for fun, right? That's what it's for. It's a spectacle. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's for fans and sponsors. Yeah. So here's what I'm saying. Tom Wilson cage match event. Yes. It's just like the breakaway challenge. Everybody participates. It's not like this bullshit, ah, you send one in and that's it. Tom Wilson in the middle, and then you just have guys go. What's on my wall? What the fuck? Oh, no, it's something on my screen. (laughs) 
uh, I was sitting and I was like, what the fuck? Is there something on my wall? And I turned around and it wasn't there, but it was a, some shit on my screen. Okay. <laughs> totally aside. So Tom Wilson in the middle. And then it's just, you, you just send guys in. See who can win in a fight against Tom Wilson. Like King of the Hill? Um, yeah, except, you know, if Tom Wilson loses, he just faces the next person. I'll just say, better yet, cage match Tom Wilson and bring in another hated guy in Jake Ball. It's Las Vegas. Oh, Let's have some fun. <laughs> Either way, people are going to be happy because one of them is going to get their ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to see Tom Wilson take on like as many players as he possibly can. Yeah, that would be great. Like it's like that question. Tom Wilson, of, like, how, like, how Tom many, Wilson like, versus how many Troy Terry. Do you think you could take out at once? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson versus Terry. Wilson versus Gibson. Wilson versus McDavid. Oh, he's uh, losing to Gibson. Oh yeah, exactly. He's already losing. He's already lost yeah. to Gibson. Who Who else do we have? It doesn't there? actually happen in real uh, life, but just mentally, he's already lost to John Gibson. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not even fighting John Gibson. I've already lost to him. Um, <laughs> Wilson against um, Victor Hedman. Wilson against uh, Kirill Kaprizov. Wilson against Kale McCarr. Wilson against uh, who else have we got here? Mark Stone. Yeah. Why not? Mark Stone would kick his ass too, I feel like. Oh, probably. Wilson against Matthews. Like, it would be awesome. Against, no, wait, wait. Against Brady Kachuk. Oh, now, see, that's one, <laughs> that's one that I would bet on. I don't know who I would bet on, but that'd be a good one. First, Cam Talbot, known goalie fighter. Yeah, I mean, he's got an 0 and 1 record. So, like, he. Uh, He's probably looking to improve that to one and one, maybe against Tom Wilson. Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri. He'll fill mm-hmm. the net and then fill your face. Fill your face. His, yeah. His fists. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See, I I think it's a great idea. It is a great idea. P- prove me wrong, somebody. Exactly. Nobody didn't think. That's so. your Demko. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Anything? No. Uh, wait. 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 I got it. Technically, they're the same team, but Tom Wilson mm-hmm. versus the coach of the Metropolitan team, Rod Brindamore. Oh, now we're talking. Dude, Brindamore is still like, he, he could go. Oh, play he's ripped. Still. He is oh, yeah. still there. 100%. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I would love to see him participate in an event. Yeah. Be That'd great. be good shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's Dude, actually now talk. I'm psyched for something that's never gonna happen. Fuck. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, let's actually talk about the uh, the All Star Skills competition just as a whole and, and the right. game. So, um, so you had something earlier that you wanted to say about you know that that garbage event that they had two years ago where they shot the pucks from the stands. They're they're kind of in a way revamping it this year. Um, to uh, they're putting like platforms in the. Bellagio Fountain and um, still shooting pucks from platforms into nets. So yeah, um, or I think it's just onto other platforms. Is what yeah, it is. I'm yeah, not, the I'm picture not 100% I said sure. Like I'm, I'm kind mm-hmm. of, I, I have the idea of it, but I'm kind of leaving it to see on Friday. Yeah, my so, my the picture I saw of it was like they had other platforms on there, but then on like the ends they had two like actual hockey nets on platforms. So I think okay. it might be something like that, but I, I'm not totally sure how it yeah. works either. But 
but yeah, with the with the spectacle of the Bellagio fountain behind as well, like mm-hmm. kind of spraying them and stuff like that too. It's it's gonna be fun yeah. to watch, right? Yeah, it'll be interesting. So, and it'll it, it makes it unique for Vegas yeah. as well. You can't do that anywhere else. And so. I feel like in every aspect, that's gonna be a hell of a lot more uh, appeasing than what they did in St. Louis with the arches. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> it was bad. So, and the other one that they're doing as well is they're closing down the strip for uh, there. I was listening to uh, the interview today on 32 thoughts um, with uh, one of the uh, event coordinators, I believe it is for the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, he's talking about how yeah, they're going to close the strip and they bring out this massive truck that has uh, like an oversized deck of cards attached to it, basically. And Oh yeah. I think it's head to head. The like, Two players will go back and forth, and they're playing blackjack, but they have to shoot the card that they want, mm-hmm. like hit, like hit the card with the puck. Yeah, and I think that's yeah, great. yeah. I think that's a, a cool idea. Again, it's like Vegas themed, so it'll be interesting. But um, I'm not quite sure how I feel about that one. It, it feels a little bit, I don't know, I, gimmicky is not the right word, but like Vander Kane's punching the air right now that he couldn't be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, I would be sick at this. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh but, man, uh, yeah. Uh, quick, quick story, I guess for for everybody, and then we can probably wrap up here. The mm-hmm. upcoming games of the All Star Game, uh, the Skills Competition on Friday. All Star Game is on Saturday. Um, I did not get the time of those, but the they're all day. Yeah, the internet's a thing. You can take a look at it. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, blackjack story. So. I remember going home. I don't even remember like what holiday it was or anything like that. But we were back home uh, from school for a little bit there. And I get a message from you and a buddy of like, hey, we're at the casino right now. It's like 1030 at night. Uh, why, you want to come down? Join us. And I'm like, yeah, I got nothing else to do. Sure. Might as well. So I take a couple couple bucks. I think it's just like, I, I don't if I if I go to the casino, which isn't very often, I normally just take like 40 bucks, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Don't don't play too much, but you can still kind of do something. And you guys are sitting at the blackjack table. And I was like, okay, I kind of remember the premise of it, but I don't want to be losing money remembering how to play a game. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm just going to go play slots for a little bit and I'll meet up with you guys here. And what I can't, I think I came back like five or 10 minutes later and mm-hmm. I'm up 250 bucks. And I'm like, I'm cashing out. You guys want to drink? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that. So yeah, I've, I I've been very too. fortunate that I think I've actually come out a winner more times than I've come out a loser. Like I've maybe actually played at a casino like less than ten times, mm-hmm. but I've been pretty fortunate in that respect. I think so. Yeah. And good on you for not making it a, a habit. And yeah, just having a healthy relationship with gambling. Exactly, it's very good. I haven't I been remember. to a casino in a long time. I think, well, no, I think I've been like since that time, but it's maybe been once since that that time that you just the last time I went twice. to a casino was purely to eat food. <laughs> yeah, they got they always got casino food, food man. For some reason, it's always fucking good. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's how they they get you there, at least. It's exactly. Like, well, we could go for dinner at the casino. It's like, oh well, we're in the casino. Let's like play a couple spend games. twenty yeah, bucks. Exactly. And, yeah. Yep. Let's. Yeah. Next thing you, you know, you're selling your kidney to pay your mortgage. <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but speaking of gambling, just going to throw in another plug there for DraftKings. Be sure to use promo code THPN. Super Bowl is yeah. coming up. Mm-hmm. 50, uh, yeah, 56 to 1 odds. It's pretty damn good. So, yeah, might as well, right? And I, I don't remember actually if California is allowed for the betting. Um, 
But otherwise, you know, if if they aren't, there's daily fantasy options. There's a million dollar top prize up for grabs. I don't know about you, but a million bucks sounds pretty good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not uh not gonna be mad about that. So. No, I don't know. Yeah. Um, just a uh, a quick thing here for the All Star Game. Um, since it'll happen before our next episode here, what uh who do you think takes it? Which uh, which division? Oh, that's a good question, actually, because it's always kind of a toss-up. But take, mm-hmm. I'm just taking a quick breeze over the divisions here. I feel like the I know Atlantic- they're changing a lot. So. Oh, okay. Can I pick two of the four teams? I know that's that's ah, <laughs> uh, sure, but, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> go with. It's, okay, I'll yeah. Well, we can pick one from each conference. How about that? I'm okay. gonna go with the Atlantic and the, or the Central. Okay, so you think Atlantic like and good. Central meet in the yeah the the third game, and, yeah, and you don't know who takes that. Don't don't know who takes it. No. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think uh, I think if I'm picking two, I'm going with the Atlantic because Vasilevsky mostly, uh, and the Pacific. The Pacific always seems to do pretty well, um, and out of that, I honestly like the the Pacific's chances. Like Leon Drysaddle, I mean, Jordan Eberle, Johnny Gaudreau, Adrian Kempe, yeah. Jonathan Marcheseau, Connor McDavid, Timo Meyer, Mark Stone, Troy Terry, Alex Petrangelo, John Gibson, Thatcher Demko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I know we only have one defenseman, but I think your best defense is a guy named. Oh my John god, Gibson. we do! I didn't even realize. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought we had two, but I guess not. Yeah, I guess not, because nobody's a replacement. No. In the Pacific, so. yeah. All right, then we are just yeah. going for it. Yeah. No, the best defense is a good offense. The second best defense is a guy named John Gibson. Third best defense is Thatcher Demko. Fourth best <laughs> defense, I guess, is Petrangelo, who's an offensive defenseman, so whatever. Okay, <laughs> you know what line I really want to see, though? What? McDavid, Terry, Uh No, you got two of the three right. Okay. McDavid, Terry, Gaudreau. I mean, I, that's honestly, a lot of put, passing. That's yeah. guys who can put it in the net. Yeah, that'd be a fun line. That would be, or good. even uh, McDavid. McDavid, Drysaddle, Eberle, get the band back together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was gonna say if you want to go with the McDavid Drysaddle thing, though, throw in Mark Stone. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, just a well. I don't know. Mark Stone plays very similar to Drysaddle in like that power forward role. I'd like to see Timo Meyer there, yeah. just a guy that loves to shoot the puck. There you go. Actually, yeah. But you also, Troy Terry the, does too, right? So you got to keep all the Vegas guys together. Actually, Mark Stone, Jonathan Marchessault, and uh, Alex Petrangelo. Yeah. So you do that, you and then you have Terry McDavid, Drysaddle, and then at that point, I don't think it really even fucking matters. Well, you can do <laughs> Eberle, Goudreau, and yeah, no, it really doesn't matter. Uh, All I'm saying, <laughs> sorry, Kings fans, is I don't want to see Adrian Kempe step foot on the ice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. <laughs> I feel like that's a good place to wrap that up a, before I say something else. Yeah, before, <laughs> that gets me in trouble. Before we get canceled, yeah, <laughs> that's a good call. <laughs> I would say. All right, um, Nate, where can they? Uh, where can they find you? You can I don't have anything out. fun to say there. <laughs> you, you can tell me why Adrian Kempe is going to do absolutely amazing at the All-Star game uh, on Twitter at Tate Namas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. 
uh, as well at Crack, Quack Report Pod on Twitter, Quack Instagram, YouTube, anything. <laughs> uh, at Carter underscore Potts, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97 is my personal handle there. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys uh, after the All-Star game. Have a good weekend. <laughs>